Hello and welcome to stay.intosword.com. And I'm so glad to be bringing you a brief Christmas message, a message about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I haven't heard lately, I haven't heard much about Jesus is the reason for the season. And that is so true. No matter what kind of season we're going through, no, no matter what kind of problems we're having, uh, there is a purpose for it. And the season only lasts for a period of time. Hope you have your Bible. Stay.intohisword.com and intohisword.com. Let's pray. Dear Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we're so glad today to be able to come to you in prayer, knowing that the trying of our faith worketh patience and that this patience that you've given us shall have its perfect work in us. So God, we believe and trust in you, standing upon your word and believing in your promises, Lord. We ask you, God, that you touch the sick and the afflicted and the family members of the sick and the afflicted, Lord. We ask you, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you heal those that are brokenhearted, those that are suffering, those that are going through trials and tribulations and testing of their faith. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now, since you have your Bibles, open it to the book of Isaiah chapter 9. A very, very familiar verse of scripture we're going to read because it's appropriate for this time of year. Chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Lord, as we share the word, the thought that you've given us today, given me today, to this loyal and faithful listening audience, I pray, Lord, for their safety. I pray, Lord, for their healing. I pray, Lord, for their acceptance and receiving of this gospel message in the, a life-saving message. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that my lips and my mind and my heart and my soul is used for the purpose of converting and changing someone's mind. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We read in Isaiah 9 and 6 how our Lord and Savior, the creator of all, gave a child, gave himself, God manifest in the flesh, own forgiveness of sins, for our own problems solving. The government, it says, will be upon his shoulders. And as we see going into the New Testament times, the government was upon the shoulders of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Thomas said to it this way, my Lord and my God, when he was referring to Jesus. When he went, when Jesus went before the leaders of Rome, they said to him or the particular leader said to him, aren't thou the king of Jews? 
Jesus replied, thou sayest. He didn't deny that he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords, nor did he deny that he's the king of Jews. He just confirmed and acknowledged what was said by that Roman ruler, the government. The Roman government was upon his shoulders at this particular time when he was in the judgment hall, the judgment seat, being judged for something that he did that wasn't even wrong. The government was upon his shoulder. But nevertheless, we still call him wonderful because he performs wonderful and mighty acts. He still performed them then and he performs them today. If you want to see a wonderful act, just look in the mirror. You'll see a miracle and you'll see a wonderful act. The way your body heals itself, the way you wake up every day, the way it works, the way it breathes, the way you move, the way you think. Thank God for his marvelous and wonderful creation. Counselor, when you need somebody to talk to, when you need a word of encouragement, the counselor, the mighty God, he left for us his word, the written word, the Bible. Hallelujah. He left the whole word cover to cover, all 66 books in the most recent lead uh, Thompson chain reference or your King James version. I know some versions have more than 66 books, but of the one that's most commonly used, it has 66 books in this particular one book full of counseling, full of advice. The mighty God shows himself powerful against the enemy, giving us faith, giving us hope and trusting in his word. The everlasting father, He's for, the Bible tells us in Revelations, he was alive and dead and behold, he's alive forevermore. He's everlasting. He knows the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. What a wonderful God we serve. And of course, he is the Prince of Peace. In the gospel message, when the sea was raging and going crazy and the, the the disciples at that time before they became uh apostles they didn't know what to do the water was raging the tempest was raging the storm was filling up the ship and jesus was downstairs of the ship sleeping the bow catching up on some rest and they woke him up and said jesus we're about to die paraphrasing and he got up and he just spoke to the peace. He's the prince of peace. He said, peace, because the peace was all disturbed in the water. He said, peace, be still. And once he said those words, a calm, a strict calm came over the waters, came over the storm, came over the sea, and the peace was stilled. He still has that power. He still has that might. He still has that greatness to still the outrageous peace that may have gone crazy in your life. But through prayer, through fasting, through faith, and through belief, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the counselor, wonderful person that he is, and the prince of peace will be able to calm your situation. 
So there's your word. Matthew chapter 2 verse 7 says, Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. When ye have found him, bring me word again that I might come and worship him also. Uh, let's skip down to verse 10. And it says, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, fell and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. There's a reason why we do what we do today with presents and gifts at a particular time of year. And perhaps this is where secular society had got this from. But I tell you, for ye that are spiritual or ye that are looking and searching for something more than what this world has to offer, I submit to you today that when we come before the throne of God, when we go to the altar of prayer, wherever that altar should be or would be, when you're singing songs of religious nature, I'll put it to you this way, that ye bring the sacrifice of your praise. You bring the sacrifice of offerings. You bring the sacrifice of thanksgiving, which is your gift that you bring before Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Just as these three wise men or the Magi did, they brought forth their gifts. And today, my friend, when you come to Jesus, you could bring forth your gift. You could come to him one way. Hallelujah. You could come to Jesus one way as a sinful person, not knowing which way, what direction to go, and what you're going to do. But you can consider uh, what the wise men did in verse 12. They were warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod. And they departed into their own country another way. So Herod had told them, when you find this child, come back and tell me where he is so I can go and worship him. But hallelujah, when they found him, they didn't go back to that Herod. They went back another way to their own country. In other words, if they went, I believe they had an experience by worship and prayer and just being in the presence of the Almighty that they had a change of heart, a change of mind, and a changed life. My friend, they went back another way. It wasn't the same. Sure, they may have gone back a different direction, but that wasn't the only thing. They went back a different way. They went back changed after their inter interactions with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. I submit to you today that when you have your encounter with Jesus, that you will go back another way. So right now, 
as you're listening to this word, make you an altar somewhere, make a place of prayer, sitting in your car, sitting in your living room, sitting by the computer, holding the phone in your hand, holding your tablet, your device, whatever it is. Make a place right there and ask the Lord to forgive you of your shortcomings. Ask the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace to forgive you of your sins. And he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That's what the Bible tells us. So I wish you all happy holidays. I wish you all a Merry Christmas. And you may not hear from intohisword.com until after the first of the year. It's traditional that we take a little time off to reflect, spend time with family, and get our hearts right before God. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for your safety in the Lord and ask God to bless you and keep you until we meet again. Stay tuned and stay into his word.com. God bless.